can tell me anything. Hey, it's your man, Ben's Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing well. I see an interesting topic right here. 77% of Americans' youth not eligible to serve as military faces recruiting crisis. Let's see what they're talking about right here. Uh, Austin administers military oath of office to new recruits as U.S. military faces continue recruiting crisis. To mark the 50th anniversary of the all-volunteer force, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin traveled to Fort Meade, Maryland, by Black Hawk helicopter on Wednesday to administer the military oath of office to 85 brave young men and women. 67 of these new recruits shipped out to basic training just hours after after the ceremony, leaving for bases all across the country, including Paris Island, South Carolina, and Fort Moore, Georgia. 50 years ago this week, the United States stopped drafting citizens into service and turned instead to an all-volunteer force, Secretary Austin told the recruits. Ever since then, Americans like you have joined our military out of conviction and not out of compulsion. Secretary Austin shook each recruit's hands, sharing words with each one of them. Secretary Austin visits comes as the U.S. military continues to face a recruiting crisis, resulting from the robust job market, the end of wars overseas, and higher rates of PTSD. Recruiters did not have access to college. I mean... They didn't have access to college campuses or high schools during the peak of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020 and 2021, losing crucial face-to-face time with potential recruits. College has also become a more popular option for high school graduates, with 62% of high school seniors pushed to go directly to college. I don't blame them. Another reason for low recruitment numbers is the perception among some that the military has gone woke. The nation is also facing a health crisis among young people with 77% of America's youth not eligible to serve according to the Pentagon study. A recent uh, WSJ article outlined another alarming trend. The children of military families who typically make up 80% of U.S. Army recruits are telling their children not to serve, especially those from the South. The Army, Air Force, and Navy are on track to miss recruiting goals this year. The U.S. military has typically met annual recruitment goals since 1973. The U.S. Army missed its recruiting goals by 25% last year. After 9-11, recruiting increased due to the wave of patriotism that swept the nation. 
And I'm involved in that because I joined after the 9-11, right after it. This year, the Army is expected to end up 15,000 recruits short of its 65,000 goal. Meanwhile, U.S. military chief says that retention has never been higher, but continue to express concern that if recruiting numbers don't improve, the U.S. will not be able to face the next great power threat or deal with two conflicts at the same time, Russia and China. <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, getting young men and women like the one Secretary Austin met on Wednesday is crucial to protecting U.S. interests. We rely on you. Our democracy relies on you, and our country relies on you, Austin told the recruits before they shipped off for basic training. I mean, there's, I think there's a lot of reasons why they couldn't meet their goals on recruiting. Uh, they said that the military personnel has gone woke, and democracy has gone woke. See what I'm saying? Uh, why didn't they... I wonder why they didn't talk about why there's a lot of veterans out here homeless. Why there's a lot of mental broken veterans. Mentally they broken. They didn't talk about that. They didn't talk about the fact that the military uses they personnel chew them up and spits them right out in society and nobody doesn't want to help them and when they do seek for help they get turned away some doesn't but most of them do you know some some of the ones i would say they're the privileged ones of society i would say and then the ones that come from the ghetto the ghetto cities of America, they the one who get abused, chewed up and spit right back out into society with no guidance, with no assistance, with no, uh, like basically no type of dignity or anything, they just broken. So it looks like the US military abuses their own. Or you could say America just abuses their own for their own gain. So I guess that's why a lot of people has not joined the military. They should have, there's a lot of reasons why I'm an ex-military person and I'm pretty sure I got good input. You know, there's a lot of nonsense going on in America and that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, one, one outside of America, somebody like an immigrant would say, oh, I had a better life once I moved to America. Yeah, one could say that, but give it some time and you'll see the nonsense that goes on every day. You see what I'm saying? Like, America abuses their own. That's a fact, you know? They, they, they do things different. There's a lot of things I don't agree with. Like once, if a soldier works hard 
for their country and serve their country. Their country should serve them once they back out there in civilization. Don't you think you should serve them? They should have first dibs on medical insurance. They should have first dibs on education. You know, that GI Bill is... There's a lot of stipulations behind that GI Bill, so... You see what I'm saying? The, the GI Bill is insufficient, if you ask me. Because if you expect somebody to do something in college and become somebody, you need to assist them all across the board. Not just payday tuition or partial tuition, because the GI Bill is just a partial tuition payment. I think you have to come up with the rest of the money for the books. And then uh, what about their life livelihood, like paying rent and food? Like, if you really want to serve... Um, if you really want to serve your country, your country should return the favor. That's all I'm saying. Like, when you get back out there in civilization, how can you uh, acquire or how can you survive in a hostile world? You see what I'm saying? Or, or the education is just going to have to be reformed. I could give you a good example on how to reform education. Don't lie to them and tell them that, hey, uh, you could work an eight-hour job and, and, and then you go home when that's insufficient to the bills that comes along with life. That's all I'm saying. You should teach them. Get all of that nonsense off of the social media and television that people watch and that mess up their mind, their mentality, thinking that this is how you're supposed to live your life when it's not. So just change it. If you want to have a real good future, a very strong foundation, especially for our country. That's all I got to say about that. All right, let me see something. Uh, I seen something else, but I can't remember what it was. Okay, child killed, grandfather injured after dispute over jet skis erupts in gunfire. Let's see what that is about. Yeah, Florida child killed, grandfather injured after dispute over jet skis erupts in gunfire. A seven-year-old boy in Tampa, Florida, was fatally shot in the head on the 4th of July during an argument about jet skis, police said. The shooting took place at a boat ramp at the Ben T. Davis Beach at around 8.30 p.m. Tuesday night, uh, news sources reported. The boy, who has not been identified by authorities, was playing in the water when two groups were arguing about how close the jet skis were to the shore. One group was concerned about the skis being too close to the children. When gunfire erupted, the child's grandfather grabbed him and took him to his truck, which was hit by a bullet. According to news sources, the grandfather was hit in his finger while the seven-year-old was fatally shot in the head. 
The child was later transported to a hospital and pronounced dead. Damn. That's not right. There is no reason, no excuse that an argument can lead to a gunfire, much less an argument over jet skis. Deputy Chief Calvin Johnson said during the press conference, now we got citizens, we got families, we got folks in our communities who have to deal with this tragic incident that occurred on the 4th of July, he added. Our thoughts are with the family of this incident, this innocent child, Tampa Police Chief Lee Burkhardt said in response to the tragedy, our detectives will work tirelessly until all those involved are identified and arrested. The Tampa Police Department is actively investigating the incident. That's crazy. Over some doggone jet skis. And then you ain't even supposed to be riding the jet skis near the shore where children are playing. There's, I know there's like a rule or it got to be a rule, but damn, gun-toting America once again with this atrocities with these guns, bro. It's like they can't get their hands off of them, them triggers, bro. Like, what's wrong with these people around here? Every day we have somebody getting hurt by these doggone guns. And I said last night on the segment, I already said that. I said guns don't kill people. It's people with guns that kill people. You see what I'm saying? That's why I said you got to get inside the minds of what how people are thinking. You got to restructure the way, the mentality, the way that people think. That's the problem here, man. That's the. This is like a big Big epidemic, if you ask me. This is like one of the worst epidemic. You think COVID-19 is an epidemic? This gun stuff is an epidemic because people that's just, this, people are now responding with violence. That's it. They can't even agree to disagree or they can't even come to a resolution just by talking like two civilized adults. No, somebody has to go reach out for a gun. This is like stupid as hell. Like I don't even get it no more. Like why people cannot conduct themselves in a civilized manner and be like, look. And then there's children playing on the shore. So why you can't just keep the jet skis somewhere else? Why, 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 why? Why you have to respond by pulling out a weapon to prove your point? Now look what happened. All right, let's talk about something else. The other day, there was cocaine found on the West Wing side of the White House. Um, Governor DeSantis had jokes about it. So he jabs at them about this. Let's see what he's talking about. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis made sly comments about the recent cocaine discovery at the White House in an interview Wednesday, the Secret Service confirmed to news sources that cocaine was found Sunday at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. A Secret Service agent uncovered the substance in the West Wing, prompting an evacuation of the building. Officials were initially unsure what the substance was. With a hazmat team arriving to the premises, when they discover when the discovery was made, the Secret Service also blocked roads surrounding the White House as the investigation continued. Authorities are still investigating who brought the substance into the White House. 
President Joe Biden was away at the time. I got a little couple of slide comments myself, but I don't want to add to the tabachery. Oh, it's too late now. Where was Hunter? <laughs> In the interview with Tommy Lauren, or Lauren, Tommy Lauren, on Outkicks, Tommy Lauren is fearless. DeSantis made light of the drug discovery. I think a lot of us have believed that the Biden administration has been blowing it on a lot of fronts. But I guess it's a little bit more literal than even I had thought it was, Mr. DeSantis joke. Let me read that again because I ain't really get... I mean, I got the joke, but I don't see if it was funny. I think a lot of us have believed that the Biden administration has been blowing it on a lot of fronts. But I guess it's a little bit more literal than even I had thought. DeSantis joke. Ha, 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 ha. Fooey. I can tell you in, a, in Florida, my wife and I have a six, a five, and a three-year-old running around the governor's mansion. So that's not something that we see the governor continue. We do have to occasionally get slimed out of the carpet and get marker off the wallpaper. On occasion, they have to get the slime out of the carpet and get the markers, the markers of the markers off of the wallpaper. You know how the kids like to play with and write stuff on the wall. But that's the extent of our adventures at the governor's mansion, he added. On Wednesday, Senator Tom Cotton, a Republican from Arkansas, wrote a letter to the Secret Service demanding that they publicly release a list of personnel who can access the West Wing without security screenings, in addition to more specific details about the discovery. According to the public records, the Secret Service has not yet confirmed where in the West Wing the cocaine was found. The Republican senator wrote in the letter, I urge you to release that information quickly as the American people deserve to know whether illicit drugs were found in an area where confidential information is exchanged. Yeah, that's crazy, man. How the hell cocaine got into the doggone White House? I wonder what's, what's really going on. You see what I'm saying? The White House. What the hell is going on? And let me tell you this. I have the history, all right? I have a past. I used to be in the streets. One thing I know, white people and cocaine is two combinations that will explode like a firework on the 4th of July, goddammit. You can't tell me nothing. I know this for sure. You know what I'm saying? I don't mess with cocaine. I don't want it near me, and I don't even want to see it. But doggone it, I know white people. I got Caucasian friends. And if you put a goddamn pack of cocaine in front of them, boy, it's a party tonight. I know that for sure. So what the hell? This is the question. The $3 million question. How the hell some cocaine got to the West Wing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We want to know. The public do want to know. I'm curious. What the hell y'all got going on at the White House? Huh? 
So somebody just miraculously threw a pack of cocaine in front of the West Wing's door and said, fuck that shit, huh? Where the hell Hunter Biden was at? Where was his location? We demanded. Oh, yes. We need to know. We need to know. No, I goddamn it. You is not going to get away with this one. And don't even dare try to say it was goddamn. What's that white substance they used to talk about back in the day when the 9-11 jumped off? I forgot what it was. Anthrax. Don't you dare say it was anthrax. I don't even want to hear it. Y'all already said it was cocaine. No, 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 no. How the hell the cocaine got to the goddamn White House? The people need to know. I don't care what the Republican, that goddamn governor from Arkansas, saw talking about. I want to know. I want to know. All right? But these are the many chibacheries that's going on today in America. It's Wednesday, uh, July 5th. 2023, all right? But we're going to headline this story as the grandfather that um, was trying to protect his um, grandbaby, the Florida child that got killed, and then we're fighting over some um, jet skis. And then the first one, I forgot what it was about. What the first one was about? Oh, yeah, Um, the U.S. military... Uh, is having major problems in recruiting soldiers for their military purposes. All right? So we're going to name it just like that. This is your man, Ben's Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Box Benji. That's B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. And you can follow me on Instagram, same name, Box Benji. Go on Rumble, Box Benji, underscore Murder Envy for TikTok. Box Benji for Twitch. Yes, sir. I got many videos for you to see. Videos that I cannot put on TikTok. And there's certain videos that I do put on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? I might lose my TikTok anyway. And I might have to go get me another TikTok. And I haven't been on the YouTube. But I'm going to jump on there as soon as possible. But, you know, I got to focus on the Spotify. Because they are paying me the money right now. Holla at your boy. podcast spotify got a platform that lets you make one super easily then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free it's called spotify for podcasters and here how it works spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer so no matter what your setup is like you can get started today then you can get it distributed your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, 
Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level, and I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it and give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.